Welcome to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. I am uh, going live from the Budio here in Ocean Beach, California, enjoying the sun. It's starting to become fall, and um, it's starting to cool down a bit. We got a really big heat wave that crushed me for days. It was like a hundred degrees at the beach, which was a big pain in the ass, but. We survived, as we always do here in San Diego, California. We got through a uh, uh, um, not hurricane, although there's hurricanes going on, like in Haiti, and um, there's a hurricane about to hit like Georgia and Florida and shit. So, you know, my thoughts and well wishes go out to those cats out there. Be safe, you know. Take your precautions. Out here in Southern California, we had an earthquake scare because we had a swarm of earthquakes that were going on i think it was in indio or maybe imperial uh it was inland it was east there was a swarm of earthquakes so they kind of gave us like an earthquake warning but they really don't know what the hell they're talking about they, i mean earthquakes can just go off whenever there's no real way to figure out how an earthquake or when an earthquake is going to come so their best guess was there might maybe be an earthquake this weekend. It was from like October 1st to the 4th uh, or something like that. It was weird. I kind of was uh, freaked out about it. I was at a lesbian wedding at the time and my Bishop, my son, was in Long Beach and I was in Peru. Uh, so I was a little freaked out about that. But I'll talk more about that in another episode. Today's episode is the Dabolition Derby cast. Um, uh, I had an, the honor to play with the beautiful and talented Janelle Phillips uh, out in Paris, California on a hot and miserable desert day. It was about 112 degrees. And I know some of you guys in Arizona are probably like, Haha, loser. I know it gets like 130, 140 out there, so I really have nothing to say about that. But it was hot for me. I live by the beach, so I enjoy temperate weather. I don't want to. I don't want to freeze. I don't want to sweat. I just want to be just right and cozy because I am a spoiled American, living the dream by the beach, within a rat-infested house. Well, it's not rat-infested anymore. We got traps out. <laughs> in any case i should have told you that anyways the festival was pretty awesome we were able to uh play our set and i got to meet a bunch of new bands uh and in this episode we're actually going to be listening to uh some of those 
shows, uh, a portion of those shows. So it's kind of like I did at the Summer Meltdown, but I have a little bit more artists this time. And we do actually talk to Kennedy from I Tell Vibes, who was totally awesome. And it never ceases to amaze me and how personal I will get with someone right when I first meet them, which is just who I am. I will just tell them, hey, I used to shoot heroin and, um, you know, now I'm sober and my dad died or something, you know. <laughs> so I will always be the first one um, to, as Alan Stone says, wear my dirt on the outside. I think that's what he says. In any case. Kennedy was awesome. You'll hear what I'm talking about. But he's like the only one we got to talk to. It was so fucking hot outside. I mean, it was it was insane. And the way they got set up, so Janelle played the second stage, which was under this huge canopy. And then the main stage was just out in the open and just the sun was baking. So when I Tell Vibes were playing... I mean, the sound was great and the stage was awesome, but I mean, like everybody was just sitting there getting beat the fuck down. Plus they were dabbing. And as I've explained before, dabs are a very tricky, tricky drug. I mean, everyone looked like, like fucking Fear the Walking Dead, just walking like, water. It was it was it was really hard to get around. I mean, I couldn't imagine being so fucking high on dabs and then having to go wander around 112 degree weather, especially on the main stage, which was like had all the good uh, players. And I wanted to stay all day, but I just wasn't going to do that. I just I was like, you know what? My journalistic integrity is being completely overridden by the sun right now. So, fuck it. I'm not going to try to talk to Hyrie. I'm not going to try to talk to, uh, shit, the other ones that were there. <laughs> In fact, I didn't really get a chance to talk to any other anybody else other than Kennedy, which kind of sucks because I did get to, um, I did get to record some of their sets. Uh, we're going to be listening to Johnny Love, um, Janelle Phillips. I'll play a song uh, from our set. Uh, I tell vibes. We got an awesome band. I love this band, Scarlet and the Fever. And there's another band. Let me see here. Oh, the Red Store Bums. And those guys are pretty well known. And um, they're gonna play their song So So. That's the only band that I know what song they played. I only got one of their songs, but it's a pretty big and popular song. So it'll be nice to hear it live. Just a couple of things. The sound is kind of shoddy on this uh, because the second stage was the sound was not the bu- the business. So I do apologize about that. Um, There's nothing I could do. I ran it through, you know, some processing here in the studio, tried to pull out the vocals so you could understand it. But there's times when like one of the speakers just cuts out altogether and you can barely hear the vocals so i'm going to try to get it so the the only songs play are as clear as possible but the sound was not on point sorry guys who was ever running that sound stage you could have did better or at least invest in a better system now the main stage sounded beautiful it was perfect i mean crystal clear i mean you'll hear the difference so most of the sounds 
the songs and performances you're going to hear is on the second stage. And then I tell vibes is going to be on the main stage and you're going to hear the difference. So just, you know, check that out. It'll be fun. In any case, um, like I was saying, people were dabbing the shit out and just being just just walking around like zombies. It, it was pretty insane. It, it reminded me of this time. This is like this is I've smoked dab a few times, but there's been times where I smoked dab in s- such inopportune times. It's it's just awful. So it was. Let's see. It was 2005. Yeah, I want to say 2005, and I went on tour with the Dead, who, uh, for that tour, they actually changed their name to The Dead, and they had uh, Joan Osborne on tour with them, who did great. You know, this past year, uh, they had John Mayer on tour, which I heard he did awesome, so uh, I wish I would have saw that, but, so I was on tour, I was doing the West Coast uh, leg, and we were in San Francisco, and we were traveling with this guy who in OB actually we met him in OB or no 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 we met him in Denver or somewhere in Colorado we met him he was playing guitar outside of a, a gas station and we had been traveling with this guy and we were pretty sure that we when we stopped in OB after the Arizona show uh, he met up with this like tweaker street girl and uh, I think his name was Lucky. I mean, if you know any hippies on the road, there's like Cloud or Butterfly or, or I don't know, Juniper or some shit like that. It's always some weird name. Um, but whatever. I still have a blast. Even though they have weird names. Fuck them. <laughs> In any case, so... Lucky gets off our bus because we had like this little, um, I was touring with my girlfriend at the time, this little hippie chick um, who we're still friends, but we're at the time we were dating and we pick up Lucky and I'm pretty sure that's not his name, but I'm just going to call him Lucky anyways because that's just what's happening. Anyways, Lucky gets off the bus in OB. And he, like, is hooking up with this, like, weird tweaker street girl in OB. And if you've ever been in Ocean Beach, California, we were down by the pier. And that's where all the tweaker trolls hang out. So she was definitely one of them. And so he was like, you know what? I'm just going to catch a ride with her. And I'll just meet you guys on the road. So (laughs) we meet up with Lucky. Like, we see him at the shows in L.A., and then he he gets he gets away from her because he's like that girl is crazy. So from San Diego to L.A., he gets off with her. Like he doesn't want to talk to her anymore. But like we're pretty sure he's really strung out meth. So we take him up to San Francisco. And before we got to San Diego, he was actually out there busking. He actually got us a free meal in Arizona from this restaurant. He was just like uh, he just went in and asked, and they gave us a free meal, which is so amazing. In any case, after this, he wasn't contributing at all. He wasn't trying to get gas money. He was bumming smoke, smoking up our weed and shit. So before he met the tweaker bitch, everything was cool. Afterwards, not so good. In any case, we get to San Francisco. And I'm trying to get a miracle to get into the show, which entails you holding up a finger and walking around and being like, I need a miracle, I need a miracle. And you're just hoping someone will give you a ticket. 
most of the time, my little hippie chick, people just would love to give her tickets or anything. I mean, she used to, she would like sew these clothes and she'd always sell out. And like, she was just really good salesman. And actually she owns her own business right now and it's doing pretty well. So, I mean, she just has that, I don't know, hustler gene going on. In any case, she gets in. I don't. She couldn't score me a ticket that night. So whatever. I'm hanging out in the lot. And if you don't know anything about dead lot, the dead lot turns into like a bunch of stinky hippies selling dollar grilled cheese and drugs. And then like there's like actual vendors that follow the band around and set up in town to town. It's pretty cool. It's like uh, it's called Shakedown Street. Uh, Fish has something like that, too. Um, all these hippie bands have something like that where people just travel with them and try to sell to the locals and to each other and drugs. So I'm, I just, I, I'm just hanging out in the lot and this dude had some dabs and this is back in like 2004. So dabs weren't really like huge then, but so he had this like really weird way of smoking it. No, I guess it wasn't weird. He just put it on top of some nuggets and fucking just, you singed it like that instead of vaping it which is how they do it now where they just heat up like a glass or a metal piece and then you smoke it through like a bong or something and it fucks you up so i get so fucking lit i mean like i'm so high and the my girl gets out of the show and i remember just sitting in the van with lucky and he's strung out and he's like half asleep and she comes out of the show and she's like ready to go. And she's not. And and, and at that moment, I mean, she, she would be prone to mood swings. So she comes out and she's just like, she talk, takes me to the side of the van. I'm high as fuck. You know, I'm so high. Like, I think I'm going to die. Like, I'm thinking like, oh my God, I need to go to the hospital. Like, that's how high I was. I've never been that high since I was like 14 and saw my friend's face turn into Mickey Mouse. <clears throat> any case, I keep saying any case. Because I'm going off memory here. And memory can lie. What happens next is she asked me to kick Lucky out of the van. Because she's like, he's not, he's not contributing. He's just sitting there smoking up all my cigarettes. And smoking up all the pot. And I'm just, I'm over this. So I need you to kick him off the bus. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? I gotta go and kick this dude off the bus? So, high as shit, I go and I talk to Lucky, who's like, like he's like seriously fading in and out of consciousness, and I tell him to wake up. He's in the front seat. I'm like, hey, man, can I talk to you? He's like, yeah, 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 what's up, man, what's up? You know, half asleep. I'm like, hey, man. <sighs> And I did this because I'm such a coward sometimes. Like, you know, she wanted me to tell you, which I do. I'll be like, she wanted me to tell you. I don't mind you being here, but, you know, she's not cool. You know, you, you're just sort of like sleeping all the time. And you're not really pulling your weight. And so and he was like, oh, man, that's a bummer. And, like, he was so bummed out. He was like, okay, I'll, I'll get some money, man. I'll get some money. He sounded like a junkie begging for you know, the next fix. And I don't know, it was, it was gross. And I felt terrible. And I was so high and self-conscious. And I I mean, like, I was so high, I felt like I was tripping. So like to have to, 
tell somebody and put that emotion into like and have to absorb his emotion of being like so let down was just horrendous so he's like finally he's like okay so he gets his shitty guitar he gets his backpack and he breaks the fuck out next she says i'm tired i'm going to sleep and we have to go pick up my brother at the airport at sfo i'm like huh and this is before GPS. So I didn't have GPS. Like, so I had to go and find this on a map, high as shit. And then I had to go pick him up from a major metro- metropolitan city at like, like midnight. And here we go. I'm driving like higher than fucking the sky. And, uh,. That was terrible. So we pick him up and I'm flying over the Golden Gate Bridge. It feels like I'm flying. She's passed out, by the way. She just has no help at all. I'm like pulling over, checking the map. Okay, getting lost. High as fuck. We get get her brother. And I have to go over the Golden Gate Bridge like 80 miles an hour. Trying to keep up with these crazy asshole traffic. And in any case, everyone lives. But, you know... I mean, the moral of the story is don't dab and drive. And so being that high, you have to imagine walking around in the desert, like on the verge of passing out, which I have to say, Simone, our, uh, Simone Jackson, who is an awesome, badass, fire-ass violinist, she, uh, oh, my alarm's going off, sorry. She ends up passing out. And she she had been she had to be taken to the medical tent, so it was kind of a bummer uh, for her. So this is what people are dealing with: wandering around, being crazy, being young, being high, in the desert, looking like The Walking Dead. In any case, here's that any case again. Wow, I can't think of a better word. I guess. Um, we got some shows coming up this Saturday, October 8th. The Soul Fire Band will be at Belvino from 12 to 4. Uh, let me see. I have more. Uh, I got some good, uh, hold on. Sorry. Uh, wow. I got, a, oh, Davina's the 21st, October 21st, uh, Soul Fire Band at Davina's in Oceanside. Um, 27th, October 27th, Coyote Bar, Soul Fire Band. And October 29th, the Coyote Bar, we're doing the Halloween special show. So if you're around here or in Temecula, stop through. Um, got some good podcasts coming up. I'm going to be talking to Wakane, who is an amazing artist. And I'm going to be talking to local jazz pianist Ed Kornhauser, who just got back from Asia. So that'll be fun. So I've rambled on for way too long, as usual. So let's kick this off with, uh, uh, let's start with uh, Scarlet and the Fever. So I'm going to let this kind of play through, and uh, I'll see you on the other side to introduce the next band. Love ya. Hey, here's a pretty little love song.
Wasn't that lovely? I thought that was great. They were one of my favorite acts I saw there. They had that throwback, um, just that throwback feel, that throwback like 60s reggae feel with the Amy Winehouse sort of thing going on. I just, oh my God, I'm so bad describing them. Anyways, I thought they were great. I didn't, I wanted to talk to Scarlett, but I didn't get a chance to. So I'm going to reach out to her online, see if we can do like a Skype interview because I just think they're great. Anyways, next up we have Johnny Love. And uh, this, uh, now Johnny Love is from Texas and SRP has played shows with him in Texas before. So it was nice to see him out here on the West Coast. And uh, we'll just jump right into it. Here's Johnny Love. So we've been on tour nonstop since June, man. It's been crazy. It's been an amazing journey. And I just seriously want to thank all you guys, man, for even showing up to give us your time. But most of all, the Almighty for bringing us all together and waking up this morning, you know? If it wasn't for him, man, shit. Some people, so, you know, some people didn't get that luxury this morning of moving their feet and getting up and smiling, man, or even being sad. They didn't have no choice. But we did. Shit, and I'm smiling right now. You guys feeling good, though? Johnny Love Bear, man, please check us out on Instagram, stop by our merch booth, pick us up free stickers, man, talk to us, man, we want to see what's up, man, we want to just vibe with you, if you're local, we want to invite you out to more shows and just have a good time with you guys, is that cool with you guys?
Johnny Love doing his thing all over this damn thing. Oh, my God. I just ride thing with thing. I feel like Kanye West. Anyways, that was fun. Johnny Love all the way from Texas. I think he's from Corpus Christi. I'm probably wrong, and I'm not going to research it. Anyways, that was great. <laughs> and uh, I love that sound effect that was his that melody line in there, so... I really like that. They were a tight band, and um, they're doing their thing. Next up, we're going to cut to a Janelle Phillips song. I don't know what song it'll be, um, but here's some of Janelle Phillips. Thanks for being out here today. I'm stoked to be here. Dream, I make you feel high 
We have a lovely crowd out here today. Thank you for being here. Thank you. For you, I am a flame like the rays of the sun. And when the feeling is right, I wanna taste your Give it up for Janelle Phillips on that microphone, everyone. She wrote these songs. 
feeling tonight? Tonight, today, wow, what am I?
and that was Janelle Phillips. Simone did want to uh, to state a disclaimer that her it was so fucking dry and so hot outside. Her violin was literally out of tune half the performance. So sorry about that. That's also off of one practice, which I shouldn't be telling you that. And also, that's it. It was fun. And we had a good time playing together. Uh, I was hanging out with uh, David Gomez, which uh, I did a little interview with him. Uh, which I think I'll actually... Let's... Let's... Uh, this is the actual basis, so let's jump to that interview. Super short, so don't sweat it too much. And uh, hear from the bass player, David Gomez, and then we're going to play right into Red Store Bums. David, yes, come on over here. You want to talk on the podcast? Talk in the podcast. But you got your own thing going out. David played bass today, but he's actually a guitar player. Or I guess you're a bass player, too. Huh? I mean, you know, whatever, wherever I'm needed, I feel like I want to be there. Uh, and your brother Gabriel, you guys have a band, right? That's right. We're called Soul Rising, S-O-L Rising. And uh, yeah, it's a band we started probably like six years ago. Yeah. It's fun, man. We uh, <clears throat> Our lead singer uh, moved to the Bay Area, so what? we're kind of like, you know, in hiatus right now. Okay. But we, he actually, we still, we still gig, as long as there's about two or three gigs at the same time lined up, mm. he has no problem flying down or driving down or whatever to do the gigs, you know? Did you guys, uh, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Did you guys, um, were you guys going full-fledged on that when I mean, it was, here? it was a, it's been a part-time thing for everybody. Everybody has a day job. And it's just, you know, one of those things that you do it because you love it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You got a day job? I do have a day job. What's yes. your day job? I work Monday through Friday. I work with special needs adults. Pretty much like a caregiver. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's cool, man. You know, it's pretty rewarding because you can help people all day. You're helping you know, people help directly. Directly, straight up, you know. So Monday to Friday, and I'm done early enough where I have my music students as well. Oh, nice. So I teach guitar, piano, the drums, and the bass. Busy as fuck. Man, I'm trying to keep it there, man. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it there. Do you, do you find a... Uh, you find if you have downtime that you, that you're uncomfortable, or no, you, are no, you no, someone who likes to uh, stay busy? I saw, I, I've learned that it's good to schedule your relaxation time. You know, it's, it's I feel that. it's crucial because if not, then you just get caught up. Yeah. And as a musician, you got to schedule some rest, man, because you got to be on top of your game on when you hit that stage. You know. Hell yeah. And if you're not rested, you're not gonna do well. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. I just, um, you don't have any kids or anything, huh? No, man. No kids. What? When's uh? You? Cause you guys just released an album not too long ago, right? Yeah, well, actually, uh, January of 2016 was when we released it. So it's on Spotify. It's on uh, uh, iTunes. Did you have YouTube, Ian everywhere. produce that? That's right. It was produced over there in San Diego at uh, what is it called? Imperial <clears throat> Sound. Imperial, Imperial Sound, exactly. And, it was a beautiful thing, man. Ian knows what he's doing. And yeah, he yeah. added a lot of flavor to the music. It's super efficient. Super, dude. He's quick. He knows. Okay, cool. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, uh, was everything live? Did you have any like? No, I mean it was basically me doing all the 
guitar parts, the harmony parts. And obviously, Ike did his the, his thing, but I did basically most of the instruments. He did more he did more of the piano and the drums, but I did everything else. Oh shit! Know? So it was pretty much a collaboration between you two. Uh, basically between between the three of us, between okay. me, my me, Ike, and Ian, uh -huh. is all you all everybody that basically touched that album. Yeah. That's cool. It's, you you're happy with the outcome? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. And you know, it's the thing I've learned is that you can just keep keep going, keep doing, mixing, keep <laughs> keep adding things, keep taking things out apart. You know, but at one point, are you like, okay, I'm happy with it. Right. You know, it's like time is money. You know. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. So you, if you if you figure you're you're at least happy with the the cut and the take and then take it. Take it. it. For sure. When you um now so. Sounds like you guys were kind of writing in studio. Is that what you guys? I mean, you guys had an outline and then you like you worked out the details. We actually, we actually had recorded just a bunch of older songs that we already have had. Written. Oh, okay. So they were completely structured and everything. They're already there, yeah. And just Ian sort of. But you know put how it is tongue. recording? You're literally like in a magnifying glass. Yeah, totally. So every little nuance you hear, you know, it's different. And even like a riff or a timing thing that you think is right on, you listen to it, you're like, oh crap. It's not right. Yeah, it's so kind of like those that little adjustments, you know, fine tuning of that, that sort of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, that's fun, man. That's yeah, fun. man, I had a good time jamming with you. Bro. Oh, me too. Likewise, brother. I, I said me too. Like me, <laughs> I had a fun time jamming with me too. David, that's that's how I roll. I know, man. I do it like that. No, no, no. You, uh, David came in with his notebook. He had his shit down. He was telling me how to play the songs, and I thought I knew the songs, <laughs> but I didn't because David actually listened to them. <laughs> I, I just went off momentum of what we used to do because right. David played today with Janelle, who's staying over there somewhere. I'm going to go track her down. You should. But all right, David. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm probably going to bounce out, but uh, too, I'll see you next time, man. Cool, man.
And that was Red Store Bums playing their song, So-So. And now here we are to the finale. We're going to cut to an interview I did with Kennedy right after he got done playing in 112 degree weather. So he's a little winded, so forgive him. And uh, right after that, we'll play out uh, I Tell Vibes until the end of the show. And I'll see you guys next time. And love all of you, baby. I'm here with Kennedy, one of the singers from I Tell Vibes. Is that how you say it? I Tell Vibes. I Tell Vibes. What does that mean? Uh, well, I guess like in to you or to us, like yeah, just a real rawness, you know, like no, like no outside influence of just like trying to be something. It's just who we are and stuff. Like organic roots, you know, like playing roots because we love it, rather than like you know a lot of like like fad type stuffs going on with like roots music. But we just always loved it, like from a long time when we were kids. Yeah, you guys are like super stripped down, like super to the point. I really dug it. Like you guys have like a really full sound. Do you guys, do you guys ever incorporate any kind of electronics or anything like, um, like electronic beats and stuff? Oh no. Or are, are, do you well, have that in the we, future planning? Yeah, I mean we always try to pay good tributes to like you know like uh, essentially like all the '80s roots bands that we love mm. in the UK. We're giving like you know their interpretation of what the future might sound like with like fucking lasers and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, so like we're trying to emulate that in any way. So of course, yeah, we have like we'll incorporate some spacey sounds. Yeah, <laughs> space. Yeah. yeah, the keyboard player, right? One, he has like a delay pedal going. Yeah, so. space yeah, echo. He yeah. has the space the rolling echo. space echo. Yeah. Nice, nice. Is it the one with the tape? Yeah. He has the tape one on. Oh. Or is it the digital one? The digital one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, do you have his tape? It's probably melted oh, out here. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the one that it tries to be. Right, right, right. No, no, those things are fly too, though. Yeah. You can't fuck with that. Yeah, you don't want to bring your analog equipment out here, man. No, right? <laughs> oh my god, right now it's 102. I just checked fucking Apple. It's 102 out here, and you guys were still jumping around, putting your all into it. It was beautiful. Only because of the crowd. Yeah, it was beautiful. Was like, if you guys are out here in this hot ass heat, <laughs> I better jump my ass up. <laughs> right? I, I remember I, I'm, I saw you at, uh, what the fuck was that place up in, over by Sacramento, that festival? Uh, Dry Diggins. Yeah. Dry Diggins. And you were like, it was like four in the morning. I was just out wandering and you were just still going at someone's campsite. Still jamming. Still just jamming. Where the jams and need singing. to be jammed. <laughs> do you, uh, do you, uh, I mean, do you just, is music all you do? Is is that all you do? You got a day job at all? Nah, music is my life. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing to say, man. <laughs> where, where are you guys from, actually? Uh, South Bay of Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Like, uh, Carson, Compton, Long Beach area. Oh, right, right, right. Because I remember seeing you at Seoul. Um, yeah, that's what I have three blocks from my house. <laughs> oh, right on. Uh, we uh, opened for the Expanders. Yeah. Yeah, and you were in the crowd. I was like, dude, I just saw you at Jordan Diggins. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> right. Hey. Oh, that's tight, man. That's tight. Get around. That's awesome. So, are you guys on the road right now, or are you just sort of just doing uh, these one-offs? Yeah, we're kind of doing these one-offs, but I think right now this dabolition kicked off uh, a couple of shows we have up north, like in San Jose State University, oh, okay. and then playing Chico uh, at Lost on Main. And uh, 
I don't think Salt Lake City. Well, at the Royal? Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Hell yeah. Now, we were actually supposed to play that this weekend, and fucking, for some reason, it got canceled. Yeah. I had a babysitter and everything. Damn, bro. <laughs> Dude, dad struggles. Dad struggles. Right, right. Are you a father? Yeah. Yeah, how many? Well, I have my son, Shane. Shane? Yeah. How old? Four. Four? Oh, man, that's cute. What's up, David? How you doing, baby? Um, Damn, that's awesome. Uh, are you and the mom still cool? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Friends, wow. yeah. Nice, so nice. You gotta keep it copacetic. Yeah, I feel you, man. <laughs> Dude, were you guys still together when when you had the baby? or was Yeah, it? we were. And then we were just like, it's like life got weird. And then you're just like, yeah, hey, let's, be, let's kill it separately. Yeah, yeah. Like, always, oh, cool, always support her. She always support me. You know, like, well, we got each other's backs. Homies. Isn't it like the craziest thing when as soon as the baby comes how much like expectations are different and like like because like me and my wife like that almost killed us like yeah. it almost killed us. and like that's what happens i think i think when you're when you have a baby and all of a sudden like expectations change and all of a sudden yeah it's, like, it's such a take stress. it day by day it's like oh joy. my god dude it was, just, <laughs> it was i mean like we were yeah. just coming out of that and he's three he's about to be three oh nice so, Crazy, same, same, son. Same, same, same. You know, you know. Same, same, son. It's um, it's crazy. It's crazy, but it's good that you guys are supporting each other and you're there and shit. So. Bye. Bye. That was Simone. She's gotta do the podcast one day. Oh, nice. Anyways, thank you for talking to me. I know you're on your way doing shit, so I was uh. Yeah, I just wanted to find some air conditioning. It's so hot. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Are you uh under the stage? Are you uh are you sticking around for the other bands? Or oh, you guys of course, man. Right of course. Yeah, nice. I love. Yeah, I, just want, I was gonna go collect my thoughts. Nice over there. Just <laughs> a little quiet time. Yeah. It's always weird getting off the stage and you're just sort of like in another the other dimension <laughs> and you're just like. Not saying things right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. All right. Kennedy, thank you so much, brother. It's always good to see you, bro. I will see you out there on the road, as always. Love you, love you. Keep it going, Nighttime Vibes. Keep it going just like that. I want to cheer some water with everyone, just to check on everyone's hydration, because Ita Vibes cares about you, you know? It was probably those many o'clocks I had at the Urban Extracts booth. It's drying my mouth out so hard right now.
perspective is key.
Mad love. Big up. Once again, big up my boy Ozzy right here. Summoning some energy in us, eh? Jazz system. Thank you. 
thank everyone for coming out. We're Ital Vibes. This is our last song. So comes the end of our set. I get to ask everyone the question, what are the riches you are chasing in this lifetime? Are they some spiritual riches? Or are they more materialistic? Because only one lasts forever. This should be the one you're chasing.
ones you're trying to fight for. You won't have them for very long. Hold on to the ones you love. to stay hydrated. We love you. A quick style jam. Tell them, the road is rocky. 
Yourself is standing in this heat and listening to us play. Thank you. You guys are amazing. <laughs>